You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here actually at the Bellevue Little Theater. We are here with the director of their upcoming production, The Prom, which starts September 15th and runs through October 1st. This is Todd Omacher. He is uh, taking time out of there. I'm sure they're... uh, rehearsal schedule i'm sure he has to be doing something else right now uh you know what i'm just happy to be here talking to you thank you very much how's that for shameless plug i love it it. and also with one of the stars of the show of the prom riley pope thank you very much for talking with us yes i'm so happy to be here (laughs) i almost said your character name which is emma nolan Yes. Who's basically the main character. Yes, she is the central focus of the show. Mm. It, uh, yeah, it begins... I, I, have, I have not seen it. Right. I, I totally have not seen this show, so I'm dying. <laughs> um, to give a little insight into it, it uh, begins with a group of Broadway actors who have just closed the opening night of their new show, and they find out that the reviewers really didn't like it. And they realize that they need to do something to get themselves some good PR. And through going on Twitter, they find out that there is a girl named Emma Nolan who lives in Edgewater, Indiana, who tried to bring her girlfriend to the prom, and they shut the prom down entirely. Okay. So they decide to get some good press to go and help her fix this problem, hopefully get the prom reinstated, have an inclusive prom happen within right. this small little you know red state town okay. um and of course it doesn't go exactly how they plan it um <laughs> and the story moves on from there okay all right yeah. now todd yes yeah. is this is this the first time directing this one because i know well, you've directed a ton it, of stuff i know yes <laughs> and and actually you know where as the the availability and you know the chance to produce this is mm-hmm. actually fairly like yeah. really recent that's okay. why we were able to jump on it nice. um a lot of the the distribution companies will actually announce that titles are soon going to be available mm-hmm. and they'll let you be on an email list mm-hmm. and then the minute it actually is available they will say okay now you can apply for the rights and the way that bellevue got it was we literally got the email and immediately jumped on the application process and we got it so no i have not directed this before because it has not been even available for a year this is the nebraska the nebraska premiere it is the nebraska premiere so you're the first person the first theater in nebraska doing this yes yeah it's a privilege because we were wondering too because i said 2018 that's that's really recent so how did it get you know how did it get out circulated for the rest of us well you know um it it was shut down kind of prematurely because the rights to the story and the script had been purchased by the producer in hollywood by the name of ryan murphy Mm. and he's done his like big first one was Desperate Housewives, and he's done many, many things since. Right. But he purchased the rights and um, decided he was going to make a Netflix movie, and it's got yeah. a whole bunch of big stars in it. Oh, you know, it's got yeah. James Corden, and it's got um, Nicole Kidman, and it's oh, got um, Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. And anyway, and uh, Andrew Reynolds from Omaha here. Yeah. And yeah. so anyway, but he basically shut the show down so that they could go into production of the movie. So it oh. was kind of prematurely shut down. Okay. It was pretty devastating for the the cast and the production because they were 
playing to sell out crowds. Yeah. And he just said, nope, not anymore. And then they went ahead and made the movie and it was on Netflix. So that's why it hasn't been available mm-hmm. until recently okay. because of the whole closing it down and making the movie. Yep, mm-hmm. it's all. Wow. Yep, right. yep. What a cluster. Yes. And, and let me guess, you're also doing costumes? No. Okay. <laughs> I am not. Oh, wow. I, now, now, you know, I will tell you on this one, because of the magnitude of the story and of the impact, I did not want to take my focus away from making sure that we were as authentic and true to the story as we could be. Mm. And when you do more than just direct, it kind of pulls you a little too far. And right. I just didn't feel I could do that. I needed to be be really fair to this, this story and the script. Yeah. And it has shown his like the hard work and the oh, bless no heart. truthfully the we there has been such a a kindness and a compassion that's gone through the whole production from the creative team from the cast members everyone just has their own personal relationship with this story and when you come and see it you'll really be able to see yeah it's it's pretty amazing that yes. you can, yes is this one of those shows for you is this one of those shows that oh, you for really sure. wanted to do yeah i mean when it was announced <laughs> yeah. um my my boyfriend who is on the the board here was when it was announced he showed me and my first reaction was oh oh i have to audition and then for the next year i was going oh no i can't do it oh maybe i'll try oh i can't do it so <laughs> i got myself to the audition and i got through it and, and then just, surprise it's just been, she got the lead so it, it has yeah. just been an, beyond an honor and a blessing this character is just so she's so relatable i mean they they wrote her to be such a true awkward teenager in the best sense of the word. And it is, it's just been so fun. They've left so much up for the actors to interpret and take very personally. And That's nice. it's just yeah. a beautiful story. And it's so easy to relate to for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we talked about it before the podcast, but this is based on a true story. It is based on a true yes. story. This actually happened in Mississippi to mm-hmm. a girl in 2010. So it actually yeah. is, you know, a fairly recent story in, in the scheme of script writing and show writing and all of that right. for them to jump on this idea. And like we had said earlier when we were setting up, it didn't quite end the way that our show ends ours has a little bit happier of an ending than it was for that girl but it the actual storyline ended up in a court case that went all the way to the state supreme court and she won a decision but it wasn't a decision of she gets to go to the prom it was a decision of here's your monetary compensation for your pain and suffering hey i i wouldn't be mad at that but (laughs) (laughs) but But we like our happy ending oh no the ending of this is just beautiful it's a musical so yes exactly you gotta tie it up Mm -hmm. instead of and then they go to court yeah i think that'd be yeah this isn't quite witness for the prosecution. Yes. Exactly. But yeah. musical. That's yeah. another. That, w- that would be another play. Yes. Yeah. Boy, that'd be something. Inherit the wind, the musical. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> so, as far as uh, number of shows, have you? How long have you been doing this? So uh, it would be 13 years ago this month that Ooh. I was um, in my first production, which was The Wizard of Oz at the Chanticleer Theater in about 2010. Ah. Um, and I did it with a couple a couple other people who were in this show, too. That was kind of oh, all of our cool. little first start Aww. getting, you know, I was maybe eight years old. 
And I just fell in love. And I've been doing it ever since. That's awesome. Aww. Yeah. That is awesome. See, I, I, I've talked to a bunch of people who said their first show was Wizard of Oz. I, it's just one of those shows that grabs I, I kids. Know. Not mine. I, I know. Not <laughs> what was yours? My very first yeah, one, I was in yours? fourth grade, and we did Babes in Toyland. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. That, that is Adam's first show, that actually, too. Wow. The first show was in high school. It was Annie. So it was oh, there you go. Yeah. See, fun. mine was Wizard of Oz. That's and so I, interesting. And I was Dorothy because I had red oh, hair. Oh, that's so Dorothy. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the Lollipop Guild, so that's a little, oh, a little right. different. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, specific sort of challenges with this, since this is something you have not approached before, was there... Uh, what's different about this? Because it is a newer musical. Right. Um... I would say from a just a staging standpoint, this is a very dance-heavy show. Is it? And you, you really have to have a spectacular choreographer that can interpret what's happening. And Debbie, Ma- Debbie Massey-Schneeweiss, who is well-known in the community, yes. did a just a bang-up job choreographing this show for us. Awesome. And she and I have done numerous shows together, so we're really a good chemistry of directors and so you know it's been great um this is a very small theater and it's a small stage Mm -hmm. and so just the challenge of how are you going to stage this so that it accentuates the story and makes it all um understandable and relatable to the audience that's the huge challenge of directing this because it's a big musical and it's a big musical and that's not so big of a stage so but anyway we did it it yes Yes. you made it work yes yeah i love your balloons here i bet i bet it's a very beautiful stage it is it's beautiful and it's very 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 high energy that was we had our preview night last night and Mm -hmm of the people that I knew personally that were there, the same compliment that we got over and over was that is such a high energy show Mm -hmm. and they kept the audience going and we keep the pace of the show moving because you just have to, you can't be mired down in, in, you know, the, the tragic part of the story, it becomes more of the joy of the story. So we really get it cranked up and going and we keep the pace all the way to the end. That's awesome. So, how how big is your cast? I know it's a little bit 30. big. That's yeah, that's a lot, especially for yes. that size of stage. And I and I have to tell you that's one of those proud moments as a director because the final image that you see, we've pulled all 30 people on stage and it's just it's just delightful to see everybody yeah. there and just awesome. <laughs> standing there parking and yes. barking as they <laughs> yes, say you know they park and here. bark man park we let them bark. stand and just sing their hearts out yeah, and it's really awesome. wonderful well and you elected to do something really unique with the stage um we had joey lorenzik built out this catwalk that comes forward and Ooh. creates uh, a space for the orchestra to be as well because here we don't have a traditional orchestra pit right um and it creates some really beautiful imagery where there can be two scenes happening sort of at the same time and yeah, then you use yeah. that catwalk to build distance cool yeah oh, nice. and and not to get all lofty and artistic oh but, please but <laughs> my intention when we chose to do that was this show just has to connect to this audience. And I felt like 
to put our actors in proximity and not have that separation from the edge of the stage to the front row of seats. This takes the actors straight out into the audience yeah. and allows them to feel more of a connection with what's yeah. happening. And I think that experience. opens them up to being receptive to the story and mm -hmm. everything that's happening. Absolutely. Sure. That's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. off. <laughs> I'm sitting here smiling. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's amazing. Saying, yeah. yeah, I have a lot of opportunities in the show where I get really close with the audience, and it's just, well, it's, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, and it, it it's was total like it's, rock it, it's kind of ironic too because one of the first conversations that Riley and I had when we were using that was <laughs> I said, "Now you know you're singing the tearjerker song of the show, <laughs> and you are literally going to be sitting a couple of feet away." Yeah. And we talked about you better be prepared. Yes. Because you're going to know that the reason those people are sniffling and crying is because of you. Yes. And you've got to be emotionally ready to deal yes. with that because there isn't that separation. She literally could reach out and shake the hand of the person yeah. in front of her. Right. And, and It took a couple of rehearsals yeah. before I, I settled into that like non-anxious state. Yep, you just have to it's under, a beautiful feeling. Yeah, yeah. but you have to understand what's going to yeah. happen. And yeah. I said yeah. the irony to it is yeah, you know right. it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> and it will... And Inevitably be yeah. my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> kind of right. I know it's going to happen. Oh, that's so, wonderful. yeah. Or your brother, because we talked to him just yes. a few days ago. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. sweet kid. He's great. He it's is. It's always nice if you can get a show and get moments in there where you can you you can hear the audience. Yeah. And it's it's really nice in, mm -hmm. in, in that way. But especially if you're singing, you have to like stay in your zone because then you then you'd have to work with your voice tightening up. Yeah, and, and trying to you know. And I there is a that. moment where yeah. I play ukulele on stage as well, Doing. so it's <laughs> it's a lot of like keeping out of my head, <laughs> just being right. in the moment. Yeah, so. ukuleles are like making a big comeback. I was in the music store the other day, yeah. and there was ukuleles everywhere. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Yes. I guess I'm cool again or something. I, I, that, here. I guess they are cool again. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was I was like, wow, there's, I see all the people, oh, I'm talking to you clearly now. It's like, okay, well, it's in the prom, too. Yep. Yeah. You'll hear it. I like it. So tonight is your opening night. This it is, is the our night. opening night. We are talking night. to you, yes, on September 15th. But and, of course, you run to October so 1st. So it's a three-weekend Three-weekend run, Friday, oh, yeah. Saturday evenings, and Sunday matinees. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Very nice. I hope you sell out. I'm totally excited for you So guys. do we. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I really think anyone who sees the show, no matter what your background is or from all walks of life, you're really going to be able to appreciate this. And if you, if you are a musical theater nerd, there will be a lot of moments where there's some kind of inside jokes if you understand how oh. the Broadway world works. And yeah, you're, it, yeah. yeah there's, it's, there's it. moments yeah. for everyone, for sure. Gotta see it. Oh, and this is like the fun. Nebraska premiere first theater in nebraska congratulations bellevue little theater thank yes. you yay yes. for us we're doing the prom and that is coming up tonight which is september 15th and it is running friday saturdays and sundays on the matinee on sundays through october 1st yeah wow Break it's place, gonna be guys. fun thank enjoy, thank you. enjoy your Please prom come. yes for sure <laughs> Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.